Hey friend, thank you so much for joining me once again for Bible Tract Echoes. I'm Michael McCurry, your host. Let's jump into the Bible. We're in 1 Samuel chapter number 30. That's 1 Samuel chapter number 30. We're going to begin reading in verse number 1. just want to give it a little context to where we are going. We're dealing with discouragement. Have you ever dealt with discouragement? You ever been in a circumstance of life where life wasn't a bed of roses? I know it's hard to imagine. It's never been a circumstance in your life where you've ever had to plod through and everything has seemed gray and dismal and the fog of war or difficult circumstances has just borne down on you. Of course, I'm being facetious. We've all been there, some more than others. And I realize that I may be talking to some folks right now who are living there. Maybe it's been more than just a passing, momentary situation. Maybe, just maybe, you're at the end of your tether. You've tied a knot in the end of your rope and you're hanging on for dear life. Could be that you're listening right now and what you get today could determine the destiny of your life. You say you're putting a lot of pressure on yourself, Brother Micah. I realize that this program right now, not only does it go out, of course, on YouTube and podcasts and all those types of things, but it plays on 100 plus radio stations, not just nationwide, but also across the world. The Philippines, Libya, all kinds of places, Antigua, places that I may never go listened to by people I may never see. And it could well be that what you hear today could be a turning point for you, for the better. I pray it is. First Samuel chapter 30, verse number one, the Bible says this, and it came to pass when David and his men were come to Ziklag on the third day that the Amalekites had invaded the south and Ziklag and smitten Ziklag and burned it with fire. David and his people were away. The Amalekites came and took not just their things, but their people, their children, wives left defenseless. And the people are obviously and noticeably bothered by this. It's beyond being bothered. They're greatly distressed, sorely grieved. Verse 2, and had taken the Amalekites, taken the women captive that were therein. They slew not any, either great or small, but carried them away and went on their way. David and his men, verse 3, came to the city, and behold, it was burned with fire, and their wives and their sons and their daughters were taken captives. And they're thinking, what are we going to do? How do we handle this? What do they start with? Well, they all start crying, just like probably we would too. Verse number 4, then David and the people that were with him lifted up their voice and wept until they had no more power to weep. Of course, in verse number 6, David was greatly distressed. We talked about how he handled that. He encouraged himself in the Lord, his God. But how did he do that? Let's get practical. And that's where I want to go today. Verse number seven, how did he encourage himself in the Lord, his God? David said to Abiathar the priest, Ahimelech's son, I pray thee, bring me hither the ephod, and Abiathar brought thither the ephod to David, and David, and this is the point I want to make today, and David inquired at the Lord, 
saying, Shall I pursue after this troop? Shall I overtake them? And he, God, answered him, David, Pursue, for thou shalt surely overtake them, and without fail recover all. And the Bible tells us in the book of Proverbs, chapter 3, verse number 6, In all thy ways acknowledge him, and he shall direct thy path. So many times I can speak for myself, I cannot speak for you, but so many times we try to deal with distress blind. We act as though God's will is like pin the tail on the donkey. We uh, purposefully make it more difficult for ourselves. We blindfold ourselves to what this book says. We spin ourselves up into a tizzy and then we try to go find God's will. Friend, that's not how we should approach it. We should go to him for instructions first. Remember the old song? The kid's song that's so, so true? Read your Bible, pray every day, pray every day, pray every day. I started it too uh, low there, but it's a true song. What happens? Read your Bible, pray every day, and you'll grow, grow, grow. But then the inverse says, neglect your Bible, forget to pray. Neglect your Bible, forget to pray. What happens? You'll shrink, shrink shrink. It's a fun kid song, yes. We kind of stand up, we inch our way up when we're singing grow, 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 and we shrink, shrink, shrink. Normally when I'm leading this song at camp with juniors and things, I shrink, shrink, shrink all the way down to the floor. And if there's stairs, the last time I did this, I'm probably getting too old for this, we sang shrink, 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 and I slinkied myself down the stairs. It was only like five, four or five stairs. Slinkied myself down off the platform onto the ground level where everyone else's chairs were at. Shrink, shrink, shrink. Well, friend, that's not where the Christian should live. We live on the ground floor. We live at the bottom most of the time spiritually. Instead of aspiring for more, instead of ascending for more, we shrink, shrink, shrink. How, though, do we talk to God? Well, you'll find that he is the easiest one in all the world and all the universe to speak to. Our God answers prayer. There's a biblical example. I'm not necessarily claiming this for America, but Second Chronicles chapter 7, verse 14, we know that he told his people, if my people, which are called by my name, shall humble themselves and pray and seek my face and turn from their wicked ways, then will I hear from heaven and will forgive their sin and will heal their land. Now, verse 15, now mine eyes shall be open and mine ears attend unto the prayer that is made in this place. I see in this scripture a recipe. I see tears, yes. Sometimes we need to approach him with tears. But I noticed that they talked. They were commanded to talk. Tuning in. You got to listen. And you might need to turn from what you're doing. It may well be that God can't hear your prayers because you're not speaking his language. What I mean by that is you're not speaking in such a way that he can hear you. Maybe you're so mired in the muck of sin. Maybe you're so frozen in the wasteland of your besetting sin that you scream out across the void and he neglects to hear you because there is something between your soul and the Savior. I was just talking to a man the other day. He asked me to pray with him before we parted company. And I prayed this specifically. God, like the song says, let there be 
nothing between my soul and the Savior. If there's something, God, illuminate it for me so that I may remove it. When you pray that prayer, you'll be surprised. God does a wonderful job of telling you what you need to clear the way of. So I ask you, if you're going to encourage yourself in the Lord, you've got to be willing to inquire. He is listening. Are you calling? God doesn't pick up the phone when it's not ringing. Think of this, Elijah would have never seen fire from heaven without calling on God. Samson would have never brought the house down on the Philistines without calling on God. David would have never killed Goliath without calling on God. Jericho's walls would still be standing to this day, most likely, if God's people hadn't called on God. You know, it wasn't Moses' rod that parted the Red Sea. It was the God of Moses. I ask you, when's the last time you communicated? I found for me, in essentially every relationship, whether it be at Bible Tracks Incorporated with our wonderful staff here, whether it be in my home with my wife or even my children, whether it be in our church, whether it be in my ministry as an evangelist, essentially the vast majority, if not all, but we'll say the vast majority of issues, problems, friction, they can all be traced back to one issue, a lack of communication. I've heard it said, equally informed people seldom differ. Why is it that the world is so split? Because we're all listening to different quote-unquote facts. We all think we have a corner on the market of truth. There is no such thing as his truth or her truth. There is the truth, and we need to get on board with it. When I speak of the truth, I'm talking about the perfect word of God. How's your relationship with it? When's the last time you let him talk to you? And when's the last time you talked to him? You know, it's likely that you will deal with discouragement for as long as you don't talk to God. Now, I'll be honest, there may be deeper-seated things that these besetting things, I'm not talking about sin necessarily, I'm talking about trauma, I'm talking about issues of the past, that they are barbs, they've pierced through the skin, they've cut to the quick, and there are some things that will take time and ginger care to heal over long periods of time. But so often we let things fester and become spiritually infected simply because we don't communicate with God. This book, it's a mirror. When we put it up to ourselves, we have no problem whatsoever seeing by the Holy Spirit's guidance that which needs to be fixed. It's the greatest disinfectant. It will bust up any preconceptions we have and cause us to perceive ourselves rightly. The question is, have you inquired of it? Have you inquired of him? Or are you going to persist in distress and discouragement?
Now, I want to thank you for tuning in today. I don't mean to punch down or or be discouraging in my delivery of this, friend. I have just found sometimes, sometimes, we need a little bit of a stern talking to. I'm speaking of myself. I've got to speak to myself sternly sometimes to get through because I can cake over my ears with all of my pride and my ego and all the ways I think I'm right. And it takes a little while for the good word of God to break through. I hope what we've talked about this week is a blessing and will continue to be tomorrow as we wrap it up. Thank you so much for tuning in. My prayer as always is that you have a great day for his glory. We'll plan on talking to you soon. God bless. Thank you for joining us today for Bible Tract Echoes, a ministry of Bible Tracks Incorporated. If you would like to receive a free sample booklet of all of our tracks, you can contact us by calling 309-828-6888. That's 309-828-6888. Our mailing address is P.O. Box 130, Dwight, Illinois, 604 a faster way to contact us is to go to our website at BibleTracksInc.org. That's BibleTracksInc.org. There you will find more information about our ministry and details on how you can support Bible Tracks Incorporated. Thanks for listening, and may the Lord richly bless you as you serve Him.